Welcome to episode 168 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including the Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're also all over social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts. Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the kakigori, aka the shaved ice, that is coming out for summer at the parks here in Japan. So I'm really looking forward to that. And joining me, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, Chris. I'm Trish. I'm, I'm your other host. Um, I take photos. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweetsLove. I'm the one having cocktails at the Hyatt Plaza. Hyatt Place! I can't say the name right. Hyatt Place. The brand new hotel <laughs> um, for Shinurayasu in Tokyo Bay. Where Where is that exactly? It is like directly next to the Mitsui Garden Hotel. It's on the bay. So it's in the Shinurayasu area. So not super close to the parks. Watch out. Um, but it is a really, really nice hotel. We walked in at 9.30ish, and they had a lady playing the piano in the lobby. They have a really, really gorgeous aquarium, and the costumes for the staff is super, super cute. It's like a mini Hyatt. It's like not okay. like, you know, like the huge resort Hyatt to like the golf courses and everything. It's like um like a smaller, more compact version, so it's called Hyatt Place. Right, right, right. Well, that's cool. It's very cool. And we huh. have a 24-hour bar now. Yay! Oh, really? Super excited. Huh. That's nice. Wait, you don't consider the 7-Eleven or Family Mart a 24-hour bar? You know, it's not a full-service <laughs> bar. We have to serve ourselves. Okay. And um, there's no cocktails. I mean, you can make cocktails. And there's chew highs, you know, which are like these, like, um, my, beloved to me, crappy Japanese alcoholic drinks, but but it's nice to have a proper cocktail. And their signature drinks are named after things in our city. So they're named after our main road. And there's one called like a mari, marinaze um, martini. And the marinaze are like the fancy ladies that live in Shinurayasu, the Shinurayasu area. So... It's kind of funny, like the different cocktail names and everything. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out at some point. <laughs> you have to. Like, let me tell you, like compared to the other hotels in the area for like the same price point, it is like so much above the others in terms of quality. So I hope I hope uh, people find out about it and it gets popular um, because I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love having it in the neighborhood. Well, speaking of uh, drinking, I guess. Are we drinking right um, now? Are we supposed to be drinking? No, no, no. No, this isn't the bonus trying, episode. 
No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, speaking of bonus episodes, um, if you want to support us on Patreon, we do a monthly bonus episode, and it's at the $15 level, and it's an uncensored episode. We have a couple of drinks during as well. So if you'd like to support us with that, you can head on over to patreon.com slash now. And you'll also get access to all our previous bonus episodes. I think we have, what, two or three years worth of episodes? Oh, like, yeah. we have quite a few. There's a lot of episodes there. So make sure you go and um, check that out. And our our one for June this past month, well, last month, I guess, was uh, we talked about our equipment that we use for photography and video we get a little nerdy with that one so make sure you go and check that out again it's at patreon.com slash tdr now my well okay i was trying to segue from drinking into water in the parks because you drink water you know but you make such a smooth transition to the patreon sure i did you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one worked i think a little bit better it was really good okay so we drink like a fish on the podcast bonus episode and fish love water and there's lots of water in the summertime yay both online and offline yeah yeah so okay so summer at tokyo disney and also hong kong and shanghai too and other theme parks like university of japan basically all the theme parks in asia has like some sort of water element to it because it's just so hot I mean, it's a lot of water. Like, I think for people coming from overseas, it's kind of shocking. And I don't know why they don't do this at Disney World, because it would be so, so refreshing. Those parks get so, so hot in the summer. They drench you at the parks here. Like, if you look at, like, the promotional, um, like, the, the web pages for Tokyo Disney Resort or for USJ, like all you see is people hosing people down and water gun fights and the castle like drenching you. And it's it's like absolutely insane. And it's so, so fun. And this is the way to do summer at any theme park and every theme park should do it no matter where you are. But especially Disney World should start this because it's really necessary. It's amazing. It's hot. Yeah, Florida's hot. Based on my experience, though, Hong Kong is probably the worst <laughs> in terms Hong of heat. Kong. Hong Kong reminds me, yeah, of Florida a lot. Just amped up a little bit. Mm. The heat, the heat and humidity is <laughs> something else that really is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought we thought today we'd talk about just water in general at the parks. Uh, from how to stay dry, if you want to go that route. Uh, all the different types of shows that you can experience and also where to find some cold water fountains because sometimes the water fountains are in the sun and they're not cold. Yeah. It's not fun drinking hot water in the middle of summer. No. Uh, So where should we start? Should we start with how to stay dry so we can get that out of the way? Yeah, let's get rid of the not fun part. I know know there's people that want to stay dry. I guess I can kind of understand, but yeah. I don't want to stay dry. But let's talk about staying dry because um, there it is possible. <laughs> don't worry. They're not just going to randomly hose you without any warning. 
<laughs> okay, That's so true. Don't, don't freak out about that. And let me tell you, listen to the announcements because they make announcements in different languages telling you, you are going to get wet. And when they say that, they're not saying it in a cutesy way, like you might get a little wet and then you get like a couple of drops of water. No, you are absolutely going to get wet. You don't know how many times I've seen like like a foreign tourist and they're sitting there and they have their cell phone out and I'm like, oh no, this is not going to end well because it's not like the waterproof cell phone. And then they start spraying and then they're like trying to hide the phone or the camera. And I'm like, oh my God, are they going to be able to save it? And then they end up running off and it's never good. And so take the warnings that you hear, heed those warnings. Okay. That's step number one. And also pay attention to where the show is mm-hmm. and watch it from afar. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't want to get wet. Uh, It's possible. And you can see, not only will they tell you verbally, you will have a a map on the park map, and it's very clearly marked. This is the wet zone. This is the super wet zone. This is the dry zone. So stay in that dry zone. Keep an eye out for that stuff, because, yeah, it it does. Yeah. Also, if you want to, like, okay, so let's say you don't mind that you get wet, but you don't want, let's say, your bag to get wet. Mm-hmm. They, well, when I say they, I mean Tokyo Disney Resort. I'm not sure about the other parks, um, per se, but you can buy, they usually sell, like, these plastic bags are specifically to put your stuff in, mm-hmm. and it's like a drawstring bag. It keeps your stuff dry. I don't I I don't know if they have it this year. We haven't seen it yet, but in previous years they've sold that kind of stuff. So they're usually big enough where you can put like a, a medium-sized backpack in it. Yeah. So if you have, you know, your camera bag or whatever, you can put everything in there and like close it shut and you'll you'll be fine. So that's a good thing to do. Um if you're in a bind, you can also just use like a shopping bag. And you can ask for a shopping bag too and they'll give you one. I would really really recommend if you're going to be in the wet zone, double bagging your bag so putting one bag and then doing the other one the uh, going the other way so that there's absolutely no openings because there is water coming from all directions from the top from the sides and then it puddles at the bottom so you don't want any openings um, where the water can get in if you have anything um, that can be damaged by it so I would double bag if possible like what you could do what we do is we actually use our city garbage bags because they're pretty big and they're they're nice and clear and, and um, they don't look terrible, you know, and just get like a bunch of those and bring like maybe like four or five just in case and then use them throughout the day. That's a good tip. That's how the locals do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think most people these days with their, their, mainly their cell phones, I think a lot of them are water resistant to some extent. So yeah, finally, really like you don't really need to get one of those expensive little cell phone bags, unless you have an older phone, of course, then yeah, you're going to need one. But for most people, I think it's like iPhone eight and above. I think they're all water resistant mm-hmm. to an extent. And like, of course, you're not going to be a submerging your phone in water at this point. It's just going to get wet. Um, I don't know about Android phones since I don't own one. So I don't know. You'll have to check. I usually, because I wear glasses and I hate it when my glasses uh, get wet. Yes. I hate it with a passion. Uh-huh. I always take my glasses off and I put them in a hard case and put them in my bag or my pocket or something. Because I just, because, you know, I like my eyesight isn't that bad. I can see fine without them. It's just if I'm trying to read something at a distance, it's hard. Yeah. But like for the most part, like I can see just fine. When there's water flying on my glasses, I can't see anything. 
It's hard. I have really terrible eyesight. And um, I have had a panic moment where the water is, like I said, I love getting wet. So I'm in the first row, main water area. I've had moments where the water is just coming and coming in your face and I can feel the contact lens (laughs) dislodging. And then it becomes like a blur and I'm like, did it fall out or is it on the side of my eye? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like a, a moment of, of pure panic. So watch out for that as well. Don't know what's going on. It's like, I can't see anything. Oh <laughs> it's, it's bad. Some people bring a change of clothes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. There's, like when we say you, in the wet zones, you will get drenched like to the point where you're pretty much like, it, it looked like you stepped in a shower with your clothes on. Yeah. That's how bad it can be think of jumping in a pool that amount of wet like down to your underwear okay pretty much um another thing you can do is um it doesn't help a whole lot but it does a little bit is um the the hooded towels yeah hooded towels um i prefer yeah the thing is it doesn't help that much but it helps enough to be honest. And also what some people do, Chris, they'll wrap those same garbage bags that we were talking about around their waist. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. So it like, keeps like their, their underwear dry. Right. So you could use that together with the little hooded towels. And now I don't know if TDR has these yet. I, I see, I've seen it. I bought one at USJ. They have the towels that have like the foil lining to keep you cool. And that should block out the water more. That would be really cool, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we're, we're going to find out. We're going to find out um, tomorrow. And another thing some people will do, they'll wear the ponchos. But I don't like doing that because I they it's plastic. It doesn't breathe. Yeah. In the middle of summer, I don't like that feel. I'd rather get wet than, like, suffocate in a plastic poncho. And, and I love... Um, <laughs> How, what was it? Was it last year or the year before for Pirates? They made the poncho black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just absorbs all the heat. Yeah, heat struck poncho is not so fun. No, thank no. you. I'm good. Um, and as for shoes, wear sandals. Oh, like, wear, say, you bring a change, like, put your shoes in your bag and then yeah. wear your sandals, take off your socks, and you'll be good. Yes. Um, you don't really need to worry about people stepping on your feet too much. There is a rule, by the way, be careful, because I've seen people try to do this. You have to wear some kind of shoe. This might go without saying, but you would think so, but not necessarily the case. People do try to take off their shoes um, if they don't have like some kind of like sandals, if they're wearing like socks and sneakers or something. You have to have some kind of footwear. If you do forget um, uh, sandals or flip-flops, you can get some at the, at the store in the park as well. They should sell it. And it's not too expensive. Yeah. And then uh, as for, like, the shows themselves, uh, well, well, this year we have Pirates. Like, Pirates is back again. What, this is the third year now, I think? Yeah, my son lives for this show. He absolutely yeah, the loves show. it. Yeah. It's a good show. It's with high energy and a lot of fun. It really is. And it, it fits Disney C very well, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I think they did a really good job with it. So I'm not mad that they're bringing it back for a third year. Yeah, I'm not either. I just hope. I just hope we get something new for next year. <laughs> I mean, that's that's um that would be ideal. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. 3 years seems to be about their average now for shows. Like they'll have it for 3 years then they'll change it to something else. Yeah. 
It's kind of what it seems like anyway. But yeah, the, the Pirate Show Disney Sea is fun. The wet zones, you get very wet mm-hmm. and soaked and everything. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, then, like, I know you're really excited for this. The new Castle Show. Yeah. At Disneyland. Yeah, my, my girlfriend and I were nerding out. We're like, Castle Show's coming. Castle Show's coming. We're so excited. We're like, how many dancers? It has to be a lot because, like, it's a big stage. So, I mean, they don't want the stage to look empty. And we're like, projection mapping's fine as long as there's a Castle Show. Woo-hoo, we don't care. So we're so, so excited. We can't we can't take it. Donald something bonsai? Donald's. It's um Donald's, like, jungle... Jungle Beat Summer Bonsai or something like that. And, you know, I think that's a really fun summer theme. Like, you know, like a hot jungle. You got some cool beats. I think it can be really fun and exciting. And they're really emphasizing, this has me a little worried, the fire. That fire is hot, okay, if you're sitting nearby. So they're emphasizing the the, the hot, hot fire. They're going to have those fire cannons going a lot. It looks like, and we're finally, finally, finally getting the the castle water jets, which, you know, for the past few years, we've had these little floats that come out and yeah, they spray water, but it is nothing like the water that the castle itself used to spray out. So it looks like that's back and I'm really, really excited for it. But you're going to get wet. So if you don't want to get wet, don't sit in the, the the viewing area. Any of you do sit in the viewing area and you don't want to get wet, wear a poncho. Do not, and I've seen this as well from foreign guests, do not open your umbrellas because you're blocking everybody's view. You're stressing out the cast member who has to come by every five minutes because I've seen them come up to people and say, hey, you have to close the umbrella. They make the hand signal to close the umbrella and then they close the umbrella and then the cast member walks away and then they open it again. And it is the worst. So please don't be that guest. Yeah, don't do that, please. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And then over, what is it? Well, Hong Kong, they have their, their show is back the summer one. I did not write the name of it down. <laughs> uh, it's a fun summer show. What what is like the theme of the show? I I totally forgot. I have not been to it. Uh, mainly Toy Story, Pixar pals. I think Pixar. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's good for this year, right? With the new movie coming out. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, it has two of the floats actually from um, Happiness Is Here. Oh, weird. <laughs> Yeah, two of the floats are showing up in there, so that's that's good. Yeah, recycle. Yeah, why not, right? So I, I did that show last year, last summer, and it was it was it was a fun little show. They've improved. I'm told they've improved it this year. I haven't seen it. I'll see it in a few weeks. It's just a, it's a little parade mm-hmm. that just kind of goes down Main Street and everything, and they spray water. You don't get as wet as you do in the Tokyo ones. Okay. Like nowhere near. It's mainly like you know water guns from the from the floats and stuff. True, true. So it's it's nothing nothing too elaborate. It's not too bad. Yeah, you don't get drenched. No, that's about it for Hong Kong's water shows. There's not much else. Have you seen what's going on um, at USJ? Uh, no. It looks like madness, right? So they're calling it like extra cool summer, and yeah. um, it's kind of insane. I was reading the description. And they have this, um, it's called the Minions Cool Fashion Show, right? And this is the description. It goes, a snowstorm in the middle of summer. (laughs) 
I'm like, what? Oh, goodness. And it says, cool mayhem fashion show. Wind, water, and snow may stop the show, but what's more fun than getting soaked? So the way they describe, like, the warnings for this show, um, they do the show three times per day. It's about 20 minutes each. And it says, a lot of water and snow will be used in the show area and the surrounding area. Water shooter fights available only during um, showtime. So what USJ does so sometimes, which is kind of cool, they'll have like props that you can use in certain areas of the park only or at like certain times only. So for example, like my son bought the, the Attack on Titan sword thing and you could not take the swords out except in specific areas. And what they do in the summertime is they have these water guns that they sell. And you can use the water guns, it looks like during the shows. And you can like battle with other uh, park guests. And it seems like you can mm. do that during the Minion show and a couple of other ones, I think. They have a water surprise, yeah, during this as well. It's called the Water Surprise Parade and you are shooting uh, the dancers, and the dancers are shooting you with uh, with water guns and with the floats. And uh, there's a there's a this year a brand new 360 degrees uh, soak zone, <laughs> which sounds oh so crazy. And this is only it does. <laughs> doesn't it sound insane? Um, and a lot of these shows, they do have a kid's area, so it's only for uh, elementary school age kids. And Tokyo Disneyland does the same thing. So this is really, really important. Um, the summer here is extremely hot, and it can also be quite dangerous, especially the past few years. We've had some very um, intense heat waves. If you are traveling with small children um, for both Tokyo Disney Resort and Universal Studios, there's a there's a kids family area where if you have elementary school age kids or younger, you can um, watch and participate um, for the shows in those areas. And you don't have to wait as long in the sun because, you know, people will camp out for hours for some of these things. So it, it, and it can be, you know, quite a health hazard. So please take advantage of these areas. It can be very dangerous and you don't want to, don't want to get heat stroke or anything like that. Yeah, it's nuts. You know, it's very, very hot, but uh, these water shows are, are one of the ways that you can, you know, battle that. Um, cool down. Cool down, you know? Yeah. So speaking of cooling down, uh, where to get some water? Yeah. How to stay hydrated, right? I get asked this a lot. I'm not sure if you do, Patricia, mm -hmm. but people ask if they're allowed to bring water bottles into the park. Yeah. And you absolutely can, as long as it's not glass. So make sure it's like plastic or aluminum or something like that. I've all, People have also asked if they can bring in the camel packs, you know, that go on your back. Oh. I'm pretty sure those are fine. I am not, I'm not sure. sure. It depends. Because I think USJ has a rule about how big the water bottle is. I don't think Tokyo Disney Resort does, at least not that I've heard of yeah. especially because it's a safety issue um right. it's very common for kids at all times of the year to bring their um the bring their like water bottles like these little thermos thermos bottles on a strap that they'll wear um over their shoulder or around their neck um so that's very very common all year round um water bottles are fine tea bottles are fine um i'm not sure about the camelback. I think it's okay. 
I think if it's like a small one, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's like obviously if it's like a massive one, they're probably gonna have a problem with it. Yeah. And um, in any case, you know, you mentioned um, like where to get water in the restaurants at Tokyo Disney Resort. I don't think I saw this at Universal Studios. But at Tokyo Disney Resort, there are places where you could fill water cups. They're like little fountain areas, and the water is cool. And um, you could fill your water bottle there, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Like most of these are usually in the restaurants. Right, right. So like off the top of my head, at Disneyland, I know it's um, con- or not Country Bear. <laughs> That's not a restaurant. <laughs> um, Hungry Bear. Hungry Bear is one, and also Camp Woodchuck. Yeah. Um, they have, uh, like water, like they're not fountains, they're like stations to fill up bottles. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the two I know off the top of my head. Oh, and, uh, Plasma Rays also has one inside. And then the other restaurants, uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head. And then for Disney Sea at New York Deli, mm-hmm. they have a, um, place to fill up your water bottle. They also have one at Zambini Brothers. Mm-hmm. Miguel's also has it too. Oh, and also Duffy, the Duffy restaurant. Of course. Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, when in doubt, go into a restaurant because there's a, there's usually water fountains in there and mm-hmm. they're cooler because they're not in the sun. Absolutely. And they're easier. If you do need to fill up a bottle, it's much easier because it's like a, like a spout that goes above. So you yeah. Don't have to, like, in most cases it is not, not always, but usually it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one in Cape Cod is actually a water fountain. Oh, wow. Um, But it's still, it's nice and cold, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And then as for, of course, there's like shaved ice and stuff. And there's also, I think the the flavored ice cubes are back as well this year. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of ways to stay cool. And also, you can get the the cool patches that they sell in the convenience stores. You can put them on your forehead, on your lower back, or whatever. Um, That helps you keep cool. It's usually for fevers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people wear it just to kind of cool themselves down. And there's also the ice packs that when you break it, it instantly freezes. Yeah. Those don't last very long. They last like a minute or two. Mm. But it's, you know, if you're in desperate need to cool down, that's a good way to do it. Um, they sell them in the, I think TDR sells them in the, in some of the gift shops. I think the TDR ones are like fairly expensive though, no? Yeah, so you're better going to someplace like Daiso or something ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like the convenience store or something. I think that's about really it. Like, Oh, you, you can bring a UV umbrella. A lot of people do that. Yeah. Uh, just to keep the sun off of you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's also like UV clothing, like gloves and jackets that will like cut some of the sun rays. Make sure to wear lots of sunscreen, of course. Um, protect your skin. And use common sense, right? It's summertime, and more than likely, the country you're visiting from has summer as well. Um, I know that's not always the case, but probably. So uh, follow some common sense guidelines. Uh, don't. I know you're there, and you're there to have fun, and maybe it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip, um, and there's that urge to possibly kind of like push uh, through through like maybe discomfort to just like get everything done but please please uh watch out for your health you know because um it's it's very dangerous uh first aid rooms are uh, easily available and uh, the cast is ready to help you if you do feel 
um, having uh, signs of uh, heat stroke um, or uh, what is the other one called? Heat, uh, sun. Exhaustion. Exhaustion. Heat exhaustion, right? Sunstroke or heat exhaustion. The cast is there and they will take you to the first aid room. If you need a wheelchair, they would get you a wheelchair. They're trained um, to deal with uh, people that might uh, need help during the summer heat or during any situation, really. They're very, very professional. Um, And I think we've had to use it maybe once in the years that we've been living here. Um, But the, the people were great. They were very, very helpful. And make sure you have travel insurance, people, because if you end up in the hospital, you do not want a large bill. Yes. So have travel insurance. This should be common sense. And uh, this actually happened to um, a friend's friend who is traveling in Japan. Um, All of a sudden, they started having these really um, scary uh, health symptoms. And um, they had to call an ambulance. And he was super, super worried about uh, the cost of everything. Thankfully, uh, the cost in Japan is pretty low, even if you don't have insurance. But always have travel insurance. It's very, uh, it's very inexpensive, and you never know what's going to happen when you're on vacation. Also, as a side note, if you ever should need an ambulance in Japan, it is free for anybody to use regardless of whether you are a resident or a foreign um, tourist, you can use it free of charge. Uh, So don't hesitate to call an ambulance if you have any sudden um, health symptoms or any kind of injury, uh, serious injury that you require hospitalization. Um, they They will be there and they'll help you out. You might need a translator is the only thing. So if you're unsure about travel insurance, uh, most people have some some form of it on their credit cards. Mm -hmm. So just double check with your credit card. Uh, One that I do recommend the most, though, is World Nomads. So I use them anytime I'm traveling outside of Japan. And they're very affordable. And my philosophy is if you can't afford travel insurance, you can't afford to travel. Yeah, absolutely. Because if something happens to you, that could potentially cost you a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the two, $300 it costs to get travel insurance could save you tens of thousands if something were to happen. And you never know. You honestly never know. So you want to be very careful with that. And especially if you're, you're, you're traveling in a foreign country and if you don't speak the language at all. Like adding that stress on top of potentially having to pay thousands of dollars. You know, you want to try and mitigate that as much as possible. Sure. <laughs> So the likelihood of something happening is very slim, but you never know. You, honestly, you never know. You know, there could be an earthquake or something that happens and, you know, something falls on you and breaks your arm. Or, you know, like like something that, that could happen. Like you can't predict that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like stuff does happen. So um, you can head on over to our website, txpro.com. And if you click on the resources tab, um, I have a link there to World Nomads. So you can get it through there. So that's it for this for this show. Yay. Hope it helps. <laughs> Hope you have a good time um, at whatever park you go to during the summer time, whether it's Hong Kong Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Resort, Universal Studios, or anywhere in the world. Um, I think this advice is pretty useful all around. So I hope you have a wonderful summer trip if you're traveling. And before we go, we have to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us on Patreon. They're pledging the $5 level or above. 
and they're getting a shout out on the show. So I'll go first because I know your favorite is in the list here. (laughs) (laughs) A big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent, Carrie, Carl, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, and Emily. And a big shout out to Jamie, Jose, thank you, Kathy, thank you, Lee, and Marie H. Thank you to Michael and Murray. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Spoopy. Thank you, Stephanie and Thomas. Thank you, Tomoko and Kay and Alex. And Kay is also new, right? Yeah. Hey, Kay. Thank you. And remember, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so. Head, just head on over to patreon.com slash tdrnow. And we have a bunch of different perks on there. So make sure you go and check it out if you enjoy the show. And also, if you do enjoy the show, make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And send your questions questions or suggestions for the show at contact at tdrexplore.com. And don't forget to tell everybody about us so we can help them out, help them plan their trip. And you can find everything we talked about here up on our website at tdrexplore.com. Slash, nope, just tdrexplore.com. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find us all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And I am going to be the one stuffing my face with Kakigori, aka Shaved Iced, very, very soon. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. I'm sipping my, um, my Marinaze martini, wishing that one day I too can be one of those fancy ladies. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, but Chris, you know, we need to get that alcoholic shaved ice, by the way. Yes, we do. We have not done that yet. So that's one of our um, our life goals tomorrow. Okay. okay. We will do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> you guys um, keep exploring and we love you all. All right, explorers. Until next time. <laughs>